Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Southeast Wisconsin has some of the best high school and college athletes in the country. How did they get their start? Where did they begin their journey? It's time to talk about some of the best youth sports programs in the area. 10% This is the Youth Sports Show, brought to you by Allstate Insurance. Are you in good hands? Let's turn it over to the fans' high school insider, big time, Mike McGivern. Oh, welcome into the Youth Sports Show, brought to you by Allstate Insurance on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, and we're doing something a little different today. First, let me introduce uh, Andy Irish. He's Allstate Insurance uh, rep, handles the Cedarburg area, and I can't thank you enough, Andy, you and, and the other five agencies that uh, I've gotten involved on a partnership level with me on this youth sports show and and could not do this type of show without you. So thank you. Mike, pleasure to be here, and thank you for partnering with us. You do so great work in the community and thank everything. You. And the toy drive, big success. Congratulations on that. Did you hear the the number? Uh, I heard it on your last show. My goodness. So we when we started this thing, we had $8,000 the first year. We went over $200,000 of cash and toys. And, and definitely want to thank all of our sponsors. I want to thank Blaine's Farm and Fleet. I want to thank my Allstate Insurance uh, agents that, that got involved and really helped out, not only being a sponsor, but came down and helped us collect toys um, down at the event itself. And, and my guys at Bayview Shade and Blind, um, and certainly the people at, uh, at Blaine's Farm and Fleet have been, have been awesome. Hey, Andy, to talk a little bit about you handle the Cedarburg area. Do you also handle Mequon and, and the North Shore? Tell me sure. That. We're located in Cedarburg, but we can service pretty much anyone in Wisconsin. So give us a call, and uh, we'll take care of you, especially at these holiday times. You know, yeah. people looking for a little extra cash, and yep. we may be able to help get them that cash by giving them a better rate. 262-474-1200. Correct. 262-474-1200. And, uh, look, if, if you want to talk sports, talk to Andy. And then talk insurance and how to get money and, and, and what your rates are. And this is a good time of year to, to reach out to them before the new year. You know what? Get a feel on, on if there's some things that Andy can do from Allstate Insurance to help you save some money uh, in 2020. Would highly recommend it. Andy, when we talked about having you come in, and I think the normal thing that I do on this show is I'll bring in somebody that runs a youth sports show or a youth sports organization. So last year was the or last week was the Greendale Youth Girls Basketball Program. The week before it was maybe a hockey program, and and I've kind of stretched. I'm pretty good with baseball, basketball, football. You get into hockey, you get into lacrosse, you get into dance. Some of the other ones that that I've done on the show, and you know what? It's a stretch for me. We did figure skating a few weeks ago. <laughs> okay, great. Oh boy, that was a hard one. <laughs> they were so interesting, and those kids work really hard, but. I don't look like a figure skater, do I? No, you no, don't. No, I do not. So that that was tough. And I said, hey, what would you like to do? And he said, look, I'd like to have a topic of, of parent involvement in youth sports. And it's not going to be a bashing show, 
because that's not what we do here. But there, we do get in the weeds every once in a while. So there'll be a couple of things that, that we'll talk about with parents. But you said, uh, I've got a couple guys I'd love to bring in. I just said, who would you like to bring in? Nick, is it Mueller or Miller? Miller. Nick Miller, he's the head boys basketball coach at Cedarburg High School. And I want to say congratulations to the 2-0 Bulldogs. Two, guys like me that talk a lot, a lot of high school basketball didn't see 2-0. I got to be honest with you. No, I don't I don't think a lot of people had us um, in the area going 2-0 this week. This was a, a really tough stretch in our season, uh, especially starting out with your first two games. Uh, going on the road to Grafton, who's considered one of the best teams in the area, and then um, at Homestead last night. Um, really, really intense matchups, um, good matchups for our team. And we came out, you know, internally we knew we'd be solid this year. Um, I don't even think in-house our kids truly believe they could go 2-0. Um, but now they're believing. They're, they're really bought in. Um, we put in a lot of work this past summer and going into the fall. Um, so it's really not all that surprising, but certainly a great start for us. Man, well done. We're also joined by the athletic director at Concordia University. I'll see him in a couple of weeks. He is Rob Barnhill. Rob, how you doing? Good, man. Good to see you. It's good to see you again. Yeah, with WBY Shootout coming out to your neck of the woods, Yeah, um, we're going to be doing some games uh, on that Saturday here on 105.7 FM, the fan at 1250. Bart Winkler um, will do the play-by-play. I'll do the color, which... I just get out of his way. He's really good. So uh, it's good to see you. Hey, Rob, let me start with you. And we talk about this the parent involvement in, in youth sports. And I, I looked at your background, and I appreciate you guys sending this. Look, youth sports has been a big part of, of, of what you do and what you've done in the past. And you understand in that arena a lot. And, and the parent involvement thing... I don't know if it's because everybody's on YouTube nowadays and you get to see all this craziness when it comes to this stuff, but there are some really good things that parents are doing to get their kids involved in, in sports. Um, you've, been, you've been around it for a long time. Did you coach at that level? Uh, I've coached youth sport. I've coached youth uh, baseball, hockey, soccer, basketball, football. <laughs> okay. Uh, not Lacrosse. dance. No, look at you. No, not dance. No. Yeah. As, as a kid, I took dance lessons. Or figure skating. You didn't no, coach figure skating, no, right? All no, right, I right. play hockey, but I, I don't represent skating at all. Yeah. Uh, I have a saying that would probably be a good way to kick this off. Coaches coach, players play, parents pay. As long as we stay in our lane, yeah. everything is great. Everything's great. Yeah, that that's kind of the, the goal. And I know that uh, that we as coaches, and I just retired 36 years of coaching basketball at all different levels, and I, I, I've seen the good, the bad, and the really ugly behind it. And I don't know if, if that helicopter-type parent is more prevalent now or we just hear about it more or see it more. And, and Andy, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to you on this. Um, You've been involved in youth sports, correct? You Absolutely. U9, U10 soccer for many years. Yeah, for many years. And I'm I'm sure that you have seen there's, there isn't a sport that we can say, well, that sport doesn't have any any bad bad parents. Because you know what? And I don't even want to say bad parents, just maybe parents that are misguided. Look, nobody on your soccer teams – Andy, have have you've not coached in the World Cup, World Cup right? Or nope, you have not coached in the not World, yet. You've not anyway. coached in the NCAA finals, right? Nope, not yet. 
So we had the younger parents just learning the, the programs and a whole lot of good ones there, but there were a few incidents as well. Yeah, that, and, and I don't know. I, I'll give you guys, I, and, and I think uh, um, I think Nick, you'll, you'll enjoy this probably more than most. I was a 18-year-old coach at a grade school, basketball coach at a grade school on the east side of Milwaukee. And it was a really long time ago. And the big VHS cameras that they had to use back then, I had a parent after one of the games came up and she said, hey, I videotaped the game for you. And I said, oh, that's great. Thanks. She goes, please don't be mad at me. And I videotaped it not for the reason you think. And again, please don't be mad. Handed it to me and took off running. And I went home. She videotaped me. And what a complete jerk I was. And I'm talking like embarrassing. Like I was coaching fifth, sixth grade. What was I, Bobby Knight? It was so eye-opening for me. And the next time I saw her, I went up and gave her a hug, and she said, you're not mad at me? I said, no. You know, thank you. Like, I can't believe that's how I sound and that's how I look. Well, then what I wanted to do is, in return, start videotaping some of the parents that I had on that team. And I'm wondering for you, you've been, you know, you're a young guy. So how you've been two years the head coach at Cedarburg? Yeah, this is my second year um, in Cedarburg, and then I was a head coach out in Jefferson for three years prior. Okay, and and the the are you involved in the youth program, the yes. youth basketball program, the, the junior Bulldogs? Is that what it is? No, uh, we go by CBC, so Cedarburg Basketball Club. Okay, um, and yeah, I have a lot of involvement in there. Um, really, my. From my point of view, I, um, I kind of structure all the X's and O's for our program so that we have progressions throughout our entire program. Um, our our um, CBC board does a phenomenal job of organizing and do all that stuff, so that takes a lot of pressure off of me. Do you, uh, How much do you, and because we're talking about parent involvement in youth sports, how much do you address that, and do you have to get involved in it um, in the beginning to say, look, these are our rules and this is what we truly believe. And so let's make sure as parents that we follow what we're asking you to follow. Yeah, we have one big parent meeting for our entire CBC program at the start of the season before any practices take place and kind of lay out the expectations. And um, every parent has to sign off on a sheet, kind of like a contract, saying you will not do this, you will not do this, you will not do this. And if you do, we are going to ask you not to, co- to attend some of your son or, or daughter's games. Wow, that's harsh. Have yeah. you? Yeah. Do you know if that's been? Have uh, they? Th- there's been a few minor issues. You know, in Cedarburg, we have a lot of great people and a lot of great parents. Um, so thankfully, we haven't had to deal with a whole lot. But I know there's been some extenuating circumstances where we have to ask a parent, "Hey, you either need to relax, or unfortunately, you're not going to be able to attend anymore." Hey, can I ask you? Do you guys? Um, and I'll go right down the line. Andy, do you guys believe in open practices? Do you invite parents to come to practices? And what are the pros and cons in your eyes to that? I was big on uh, parents being involved. Uh, typically, it was the dads, and, and uh, I worked with the girls, so the daughters just thrive whenever the dads are involved. And you could just see it in their confidence levels and their self-esteem levels and such. Typically, we had focused the dads on not their own child, sure. but um, others, and it, it was a delight. Absolutely loved it. The best story, though, I have to tell you, was with the mom. Okay. So we're doing this scrimmage, and she's just she's filling in in the goal for us. 
this woman is in a dress. <laughs> and she came from work. Or? She, uh, yes, awesome. exactly. Left early to come to work or come to the yeah. practice after work. And she actually dove for a ball in the in the goal in her dress. Oh, the, this is the commitment level that you see in the these players. The players must have gone nuts. Unbelievable. Yeah, good for her. Rob, you, um, your idea, open practices, good or bad, to, to, to um, open the door and allow parents to come? I have utilized... Uh, like Andy, I've utilized parents in practice to run stations to, to help keep the kids, especially young kids, moving. Um, as the kids get older, you have more dedicated coaches. So inviting the parents to practice, I think, is a good idea if they're open-minded and understand what they're there to see. Right. Uh, the majority of the playing time decisions aren't made on game day. They're earned. In practice, Amen. You're you're preaching to the choir in this in this room, brother. And, and so having parents come and see, you know, when you get questions, especially in college, you get questions like, "Why is Johnny not playing?" Well, I see Johnny Monday through Thursday in practice, and so on Friday, he hasn't earned it. You you don't come to practice; you just come to the game and have expectations that Johnny should play. Right. But the practice is where the kids that's where they earn their time. So having parents see it, if they're open minded to seeing it. You know, and, and can look through a clear visor, not some, some, some tinted lens. Coach, same question? Yeah, you know, we have the motto of nothing is given. Um, you have to earn everything. So I, I do have an open-door policy. I, You know, if somebody's really struggling with why their kid's not playing, I am more than happy to have them come in, see exactly what we're seeing in practice. They might not always agree with me, uh, but at the end of the day, I'm doing what's best for our team and our program. Um, you know, I don't have a, a horse in the race, so um, we're always going to keep it with that model. But, yeah, um, you know, parents, if they want to see I, it, they can. I was uh, I was coaching at, at Dominican for a number of years, and then I left Dominican, and my son was at Calvary Baptist in Menominee Falls. 67 kids in the school. He was a sophomore, and we had five seniors on the, on the team. And we started. I started four seniors and a sophomore, and he was he was the he was the best point guard in the school of '67, right? And first eight minutes of the game, somebody walked behind me, tapped me on the shoulder, and said, "Play your seniors," and walked away. Well, I kind of figured out who the guy was since I was playing four of them, and one was at and the bench. So I went and introduced myself to him after the game, and uh, we had that conversation. And I said, look, you don't ever do that. Don't ever come and, and, and talk to me during a game like that. And if you want to know why your son's not playing, come to two practices and watch him get beat like a rented mule. Because I go past him. I can, I can cross him and get to the basket on him. And until he starts playing some defense, he said, boy, boy he, he can shoot the ball. I said, yeah, he loves to shoot the ball. He thinks he's open every time. You got to come to a practice. Come to two practices. He never showed to a practice, but at the end of the year, he was doing away trips and he had all the flag, you know, all the rally rags that he got, all the other parents and stuff. So he became a really good parent, but it took a little while to get him there. And I think that the open door policy is, is like you said, Rob, it's, it's a good thing as long as you, you, you set expectations with the parents beforehand. See, I, I think we all come into this the same way. Um, I, I teach a we have sport management program at Concordia, and I teach a class, social aspects of sport, and we, we spend about a week and a half on youth sports in general as a, cha- as a chapter. You could probably do an entire semester on it. Um, we all come into it the same way. We want little Johnny or little Jill to have this great sport experience. Then we all turn crazy, right? 
youth sports don't get ruined by kids. They get ruined by adults. And well-intended, rational adults lose their mind. So I tell the students, right now you can't understand crazy parents. But how many of you have had them in a handful of, you know, sure. they put their hands up. My dad was crazy. My mom was crazy. Okay. Um, but I'm telling you, all of you are good kids. When you have kids, you're going to lose your mind. You're going to be crazy. And they're like, no, nah, it won't happen to me. I won't be that guy. I'm like, I'm telling you, I'm that guy sometimes. And I know better. I'm teaching you not to do it. And I still do it. Yeah. Uh, it. We get into it with the right intentions. And, and then somewhere along the line, we lose perspective. And, you know, you talked about your preseason meeting. I, I learned a lesson from Dave Nelson, a really, really good football, high school football coach in the state of Minnesota, won state championships and that kind of thing. And he used to tell me they he would have his parent meeting and he would tell them, I'm all of you are, are concerned about your child. My job as the head coach is to be concerned about every one of your children. Yeah. And, and we're going to play the best players and I'm going to treat them all fairly. Right. But. We're not going to have conversations about playing time. We're not going to have conversations along those lines. But if you have a welfare issue or something along those lines, you feel free to come to me. But at the end of the day. Yeah, he is. Uh, he uh, Look, that's really good stuff. He's Rob Barnhill. He's the athletic director at Concordia University. Um, Nick Miller, who is getting married. He, he's going to be a crazy parent one day, just so you know. <laughs> but he's getting married in uh, this coming year, right? Yeah, um, late June. Late June. And what is your fiance's name? Uh, her name is Melissa, and she's uh, in, in kind of our field as well. She's an athletic trainer at Whitefish Bay High School. She is? Yep. Wow, that's awesome. She's a sports fan. Yeah, she is. Man, those kids, are, you know, if you ever have kids, they're going to be sports kids. You yeah. know that, right? And, and, you know, it is hard for me to put things into perspective sometimes because I'm not in that realm. I, you know, I don't have a kid of my own, and um, I guess that's one benefit of being the head of a program, as you can say. You don't have a horse in the race, so um, I'm going to look at every kid, and every kid's the same, like Rob was just mentioning, um, and I'm going to do what's best for our program, not just one individual. And he's Nick Miller, head uh, boys basketball coach at Cedarburg High School, the 2-0. and He said I had to say that. He's Nick said, <laughs> if you're going to have me on, I'm not coming to the studio unless you call us the 2-0 and Bulldogs. Also joined um, Allstate Insurance. Again, I can't thank you guys enough. Uh, Andy Ayers, he handles uh, the Cedarburg. That's where his office is. But he, he'll help you wherever you are. Uh, you can call them 262-474-1200. 262-474-1200, or you can just Google Allstate Insurance, Andy Ayers, it's E-Y-E-R-S, and uh, he will take good care of you. His office is on Washington Avenue in beautiful Norman Rockwell City Lake of Cedarburg. I got two sisters. Cedarburg High School, if you threw a rock from once from the north to the south, you'd hit their houses. I usually do that. So exactly. You know what? You're the guy hitting <laughs> yeah, their house. Yeah, yeah. This is the U Sports Show brought to you by Allstate Insurance on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. What child is this who laid to rest on Mary's land is sleeping? Oh, welcome back to the U Sports Show brought to you by Allstate Insurance. Are you in good hands? On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I am Mike McGivern alongside Andy Ayers. He is the Allstate Insurance uh, rep that uh, one of six guys that are partnering with me on this show along with Allstate Corporate, so thank you for that. His phone number uh, out in Cedarburg is 262-474-1200. Also joined by Nick Miller. He is the uh, head boys basketball coach at Cedarburg High School. And Rob Barnhill, he's the athletic director at Concordia University. And the, the topic of today's youth sports show is is 
I guess parents in youth sports and some of the things that, I guess the tips that we who have been around this thing for a long time, you know, first of all, thank you for being involved and thank you for getting your kids involved. I, for one, think that we learn and we're able to teach so many life lessons through youth sports. It's such a great thing for these kids to get involved you know, the friendships that they learn, the how to accept winning, how to accept losing, how to be competitive, you know, how to cheer for kids on your team. All these things. I, look, guys, when, when, when I coached AAU basketball, my son Matthew now is, is he's married. They just had their first child six months ago, little Liam Michael McGivern. Little Irish boy, a name like that, he'll be in jail when he's twelve. Man, he scares me, right? Um, but we, when I see his kids, his buddies that he played AAU basketball with, we, they never talk about wins and losses. They never talk about we won the state, you know, a bunch of years. We went to nationals. They talk about you remember we threw Matthew in the pool when we were in Indiana. Do you remember when we did this and we snuck out of the room when we were in Rockford? And yeah, that's the stuff they talk about. So those kind of lessons that we can teach through youth sports, I think, is really important. I got out of AU basketball, guys, because it, it got too dirty for me. I couldn't, I couldn't do it anymore. And so I feel bad for some of these, these AU guys that that roll the ball out and say, "Hey, look, we're you know, look at what a great coach I am," and the parents expect all of this stuff. When, when we're talking about the parent involvement, very seldom, Andy, do people do what you did and say, hey, look, I've had really good experience. I had a mom in a dress that started trying to save shots at a soccer practice. And I don't know if, if we only highlight the bad stuff. So I appreciate you allowing us on the show that you're here to talk a little bit about some of the really good stuff that parents do. Because, look, it takes a lot of time. And it takes a lot of effort and sometimes a lot of cash on their part to be involved in these programs. Yeah, it takes a heck of a lot of time. And uh, not only all the prep time making sure that their uh, person is ready to go for the game, but then also be on time. Right. Pick them up on time. Nothing worse than when you're the last one waiting for your mom to show up or your dad to show up and pick you up. So uh, it's, it's so great when they stay that involved. I see a big, huge personal growth opportunity for the kids and youth sports. Uh, For example, I've seen children who are like in a shell. They don't talk anymore. They're kind of shy. Maybe they're getting picked on a little bit at school. And all of a sudden, you get them out on the field and and you you get them successful at something out on that field. Yeah. All of a sudden, you got a smile on their face. They're walking a little bit different. It's they're making friends at school a lot better. Awesome. Or even on the other side, you may have someone who's perhaps a little self-focused. And now you can't have that out on a field on a team sport. Right. So all of a sudden they're learning skills to to be less about themselves, more about team. And again, it's just rounding them out as an individual in just such a beautiful way. Hey, Rob, and you've done a lot of different sports at a lot of different levels. And I think we're just touching the surface on on that part of it on what you sports uh, can bring for kids. I, I, one of the most important things in my mind is when you when you made that that line about coaches coach and kids play and parents pay. Look, there's a lot to that, and I think that that's really correct. Where I seem to to, to have some issues is when the parent might be fine in the stands, but when they get home. They're saying, look, your coach doesn't know what he's doing. You know what? Here's how you do this. 
you're, you're, I don't care if you're double teamed. I want you to pull that shot or I want you to do this or that. So that's where, and I can see it as a coach. As I got older and, and more experienced as a coach, I could see that I was working with these kids one way and they'd come start practice doing something totally different. And I knew that, that their mom or dad at home was saying, no, this is the way I want you to do it. USA Hockey published uh, an article several years ago, and it was a campaign, an article then led to an ad campaign, don't coach in the minivan. And it was designed to tell parents, look, don't, after the game, go take them to buy ice cream. Don't deconstruct the entire game and, and give them a hard time. Um, with my first kid, that's when I made the majority of the mistakes, is with my first one. Uh, i tell you a quick funny story. We were at, at the ice rink in West Bend, and it's his last squirt or peewee game. He's going to the next level, and I'm like, we turn the radio up. I'm like, this is the last game. You're going to go hard. You're going to do this. You're going to do this. You're going to do this. They drop the puck. He goes down, scores a goal. Next possession, drops a puck, scores a goal. Next possession, figure eights on the ice. And I'm screaming, skate, skate. Yeah. There's a dead whistle. He pulls his helmet up, takes his glove off, skates by the stands, and puts the loser sign no. up on his forehead and shows it to me in front of all these people. Everyone is howling in laughter. I'm absolutely embarrassed, but I learned my lesson. Stop yelling from the stands, right? Keep your mouth shut. Yeah. He doesn't want to hear that nonsense. And it's a funny way for me to have had to learn, all right, <laughs> the coach is coach. Let me just get him to the rink, right? And, and I think that that's pretty important. I, you know what? That's a valuable lesson. Mm-hmm. That that you know that the fact that you would share that with us. I um, my my wife and I, when when Matthew went to college and played Division three college basketball, she wouldn't sit next to me because she said I didn't cheer correctly. <laughs> and I'm still not exactly sure what that means. But the other thing that I was shocked at, and and Nick, this is really important for you where you are in your life. He would he would be he played at Maranatha Baptist Bible College, he played Division Three, and if he had a game at home and it was packed, and I would sit again away from my wife and I'd be at the top of the stands, he said, I can't hear my coach on the sidelines, but I hear everything you say. I go, mm-hmm. What? He said, Did you how many times you are you gonna say you're gonna knock down a shot today? Are you gonna defend even one kid that I go, You heard that? He goes, Dad, I'm so tuned into your voice. I hear all of it. I hear it all. So be careful. And I go, you got it. I, you know what? I didn't know that. And and so as you move on in this beautiful journey of of love and whatever happens with you, understand that boy, there are some really valuable lessons that you're learning way ahead of some of the times that guys like me learned them. So um, the parents that that you're dealing with um, now in Cedarburg, and again, we asked about that that preseason kind of. Hey, here's what we what we talk about. Do you do you also talk to the freshman parents and the and the JV parents as well? Yeah, it's it's our entire program. You know, we pack them into um, an area and and basically go through all of our expectations for the season on the court, off the court, uh, for the parents and the players. Um, so you know, we have, most most programs are going to have the 24 hour rule, and that refers to uh, the parents have to wait 24 hours before they contact the coach if if there is an issue of any sort. Um, because I think a lot of people. It's easy for them to sit behind a computer, type something nasty up, and then go ahead and deliver it. Um, a lot of people are thinking irrationally after a game. So, you know, we have that 24-hour rule in place. Uh, but I also, 
you know, have the 24 hour rule in place for them, the way they talk to their, their child. Um, great. If you want to, you know, explain to your kid what they did or did not do on the floor. Um, but wait 24 hours again, because that kid's probably emotional after the game. You bet. You're emotional after the game. Um, so to say something negative towards the child, that's just obviously destructive. Hey, so um, first year that I haven't coached in a long time. Right. And it's a, a little bit tough. The first time. I've been to more games because I made a bunch of promises to people. Well, I'd come see your son play or your nephew play, but I'm coaching. Well, now I'm not. So they're calling going, hey, remember, you promised me. Well, about, I don't know, eight weeks ago now, it was a nice out on a Sunday evening, and I said to my wife, hey, I'm going to park my car, and I went past a playground, and there was a mom um, on the playground with her son, and he, and she was trying to rebound for him. And so I brought my car right up on the playground, and I said, do you mind if I put your son through some drills? And she goes, are you a coach? I go, yeah, I've coached a long time, but I want you to sit and watch as I do this. So when I leave, you can just elbow to elbow, pump fake, right dribble. And she goes, you know, when he's practicing, he looks pretty good. When he's when he plays, he looks like a clown. And I said to the young man, hey, take a couple free throws. You come here once. I've never met these people in my life. And I go, come here. He's in eighth grade. Don't ever say that about him, ever. She goes, well, no, I'm just, I go, don't say that. I said, maybe he plays like a clown because you say stupid stuff like that. And she kind of looked at me. I said, don't do it. Do you know how many eighth grade boys right now are in the basement playing video games? He's working. He's working. So 45 minutes later, I'm just going to park my car. I miss four calls from my wife. I get home and I'm full of sweat. She's like, where have you been? I said, I was putting the kids through some drills in the playground. She's like, you're not really retired. I said, I needed a fix, man. I just needed a fix. But this mom calling this kid a clown, you could see his whole demeanor just change. And I hope if I told him about the show and I hope if she's listening that she doesn't do that anymore. We are talking about parent involvement in youth sports and and what a positive experience really good parents can make. The role model parents can really make a positive experience for these kids. And then another article I read is how, you know, parents are ruining youth sports and, and that this the, it starts by talking about a, a buddy of his who, who put together a, a six-year-old select soccer or a hockey team and how his best friend across the street was a hockey kid as well. They were best friends, and all they talked about was hockey. Well, this parent didn't pick his buddy, his this little six-year-old's buddy, so now they don't talk anymore. The dads don't talk, kids don't talk, and that's the kind of stuff that we just got to be really careful. They're six-year-old kids. We'll continue our conversation. Andy Ayers, who is Allstate Insurance, he's part of this youth program, and I can't thank him enough. He uh, His office is out in Cedarburg on Washington Avenue, along with Nick Miller, head boys basketball coach at the 2-0 Cedarburg Bulldogs, and Rob Barnhill. He's the uh, athletic director at Concordia University. This is the Youth Sports Show, brought to you by Allstate Insurance on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Come to Bethlehem. Welcome back to the U Sports Show, brought to you by Allstate Insurance. On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, the fan of Mike McGivern, alongside Andy Irish from Allstate Insurance, his office in, in Cedarburg on Washington Avenue. Also joined by Rob Barnhill, he's the athletic director at Concordia University, and Nick Miller, head basketball coach, head boys basketball coach at Cedarburg High School, They've got an event coming up December 20th and 21st, the Nikki Dodens Memorial Tournament. And, um, you know, Nick, I want to I 
say, well done. Is, is this something that st- has start, has been running for a while? Yeah, this is the, I believe, the 17th year um, yeah, that I, they've been running it. Uh, well, at least Nikki's been passed for 17 years. Right. Uh, the Donuts family is a, a staple in Cedarburg. They're great, great people. It's a basketball uh, family. It is, it is. Big uh, basketball family. Yeah, the boys came through, and they had stellar careers in high school and college. Um, and, and Nikki, unfortunately, lost her life during the basketball season, um, I believe, of her senior year. So they've been running this tournament for some time now. And last year is actually the first year that the boys got involved with it. A uh, really cool event. Um, yeah, there's a lot of basketball. Basketball, uh, but on the final night before the boys' championship game, um, there's a representative from each of the eight schools that receives the Nikki Award. So there's an award ceremony, um, and it's really emotional. They talk about Nikki and what she stood for. She she was a great human being, not just a great basketball player. And um, so all all eight teams surround the floor. Um, it's a really cool scene, and then the eight recipients come out on the floor after there's a little speech done. Um, and it's just a unique event. It's not something you see very often in the way they run it. Um, so it's, it's really cool and i'm glad that the boys are a part of it now well and i love the fact that you know you understand the history and you you know how important that is to that community and for for you as a young you know a boys head coach to, to to jump right in and say look yeah we we want in and well what can we do to make it bigger and better and uh, if i can do anything here and you know on this station let me know again it's sure. the nikki doden's memorial tournament december 20th and 21st at cedarburg high school uh, go out and support these guys. You know, support this uh, this great family, and it really is. Uh, look, I didn't like them when they were they were whacking my kid over at Maranatha and beating them when they were at Concordia and all those, all that kind of stuff. But boy, they were really good players and and just a well respected family. And if you if you've been involved in high school sports, high school basketball in particular in this area, you know the Dodens family. So. Um, go out December 20th and 21st again and, and support this. And if you can get out there for that uh, just before the championship game of the boys, um, sounds like a really great event. Hey, Andy, during the break, we were talking about um, some of the things that, that, that we need to make sure we get to before the show ends. And one of the things you had talked about is, look, what after the game, how, how are, as coaches, how do we handle after the game? As parents, how, how would I hope they handle after the game? And uh, you've got some ideas on that. Yeah, I think uh, both Nick and Rob did a, a great job of saying, you know, outside of the games, give it a rest. And uh, I know our parents were coached uh, at the end of the game to go back to their their child and reestablish that relationship and support um, and tell them three things. One, good job in the game. Way to go. Number two, I love you. That That show of support. Number three, let's go get something to eat, which then gives you a whole nother opportunity to to build that relationship, uh, parent child. You know, I and and to add to that, um, and I agree with that. To add to that, and I, I don't know where I read it, but I thought it, it and it stuck with me to 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 say, look, I'm I'm proud of you, and I can't wait to see you play again. You know, that, I think that kids look for that. You know what? Yeah, look, you, you pitched today, you gave up three home runs in the inning, and they, they took you out. It's okay, I'm proud of you. I can't wait to see you play next time. You know what, I'll be here. It did. I'm not going anywhere, and you're going to be fine. Um, Rob, your, your idea, let, let me just play devil's advocate a little bit with what Andy said. Um, to, to tell your son or daughter after a game that they played great, whether they played great or not, I, I see. I struggle a little bit, Andy. I'm sorry that I'm going to disagree with you on that a little bit. Um, 
but as a as a guy who doesn't believe in participation medals, uh, if my son didn't play a good game, I might not say you played horrible today, but I'm not going to tell him he played a great game. He knows. Yeah, we we've struggled with that in our household. Um, so in two, I, I coached college football for 20 plus years, and in 2008 was my last season. And one of the deciding factors, contributing factors for me walking away, was I was struggling coaching entitled kids kids that have been lied to by their parents and i i have had kids that and and parents say look little johnny can play well no he can't and you're telling him he can and you're misleading and misguiding this kid um there's there's got to be a certain amount of reality brought to the situation and my wife and i have we've we took pride early and then we probably chastised ourselves late but we were going to be honest with our kids. If you play well, we'll tell you. If you don't, we're going to tell you. Yeah. We're not going to gas you up, right? We're not going to we're not going to pump your tires. We're going to tell you the truth. Yeah. But there's a certain way to do that without demoralizing them. I haven't found it yet, yeah. but there's a certain way either, to do it. Either if I and, yeah. and Andy, if you find it, you know, please let uh, call Rob, call <laughs> yeah. me and and make sure that yeah. Nick gets it so, you know, when when uh when he ties the knot, if they have children, they they get it. So I I know there's a whole there's a zillion ways to do this thing right. There's a zillion ways to do it wrong, and and I know that you know Andy, you you think look, I this is what's worked for me. So good for you. I just had a hard time with that one, and and it sounds Rob like you did as well yeah. in this article. And and I gave this one to you guys. I thought this was a really good thing. They said look. Here's some guidelines for parents to give their children who participate in sports. There's three to this writer said there's three simple rules. First, once you start, you finish. Don't allow your child to quit a team for any reason other than personal or psychological safety. It may feel good at the time, but quitting has long time standing effect. Second, the coach's decision is final. Do not intercede or interfere whether you like the decision or not. And third, teach the player do whatever it takes to be take, to make the team successful. Personal glory pales in relationship to team success. And I, I liked that paragraph. I thought, you know what? You're right. The, the, once I, I have found over the years as a coach, once as a parent you allow your kid to quit midseason because the coach yells at them or because they're not getting enough time, the second time they want to quit gets way easier. And the third time is just like nothing. It's like changing their shirt. He yelled at me, I'm done. I'm walking away. I worked for a guy that used to say that, and, and he would say, you know, quitting becomes easier, and once you do it, you open the door for a lifetime of quitting. Yes. And I'm going to tell you a really quick story. Matt Chatham is a name that you may or may not recognize. Matt played for the New England Patriots. He's now the sideline voice for uh, New England Patriot broadcasts. When Matt was a freshman at the University of South Dakota, after our first orientation meeting, he came in the coach's office, wanted to call his parents and wanted to quit. So I'm sitting there. This kid was a great high school football player. He calls his parents. I'm standing behind him, and I can hear the conversation. I, I want to come home. What do you mean? What do you mean in the yard? What do you mean I don't have any place to live? And the dad's telling him, if you come home and you turn down the scholarship, all your stuff's going to be in the driveway. You're not going to have a place to live. Good for okay. him. Yeah. So the kid stuck it out, ended up with a, a I don't know, eight, nine, ten year career in the NFL, uh, won the Super Bowl, was uh, Tom Brady's roommate on the road. So that one moment of I don't want to do this right. would have 
deprived and robbed him of this lifetime of riches that he got. And I don't mean monetary riches. I mean lifetime of just uh, experience that he would have been deprived of. Hey, really quick. So my 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 son now is obviously in the business world and and he's doing really well and and I got a call about I don't know four or five months ago, and he said, "Hey, I, I got to tell you something. I was I was in uh, he, he he travels just a little bit and he was in a meeting, um, and the woman said, "Hey, listen, I got to cut this short because I got to get my son to AAU practice." And Matthew said, "Really? You know, I played some." And the woman was like, "You know what that is?" And, she, and he said, "Yeah, I played a lot of years of AAU basketball." And they had. 15-minute conversation about it. Got to the airport and called me. He said, hey, look, I have to tell you, I thought all the stuff that we did was normal. I thought that's what everybody does. And I've come to realize that the amount of time and effort and money that you and mom put in, that's not normal. And he said, dad, I see things in the business world as a point guard. That's how I see it. I, I, I get in the gap and I kick the guys that are hot or I could see things two or three steps ahead, but that's how I think as a point guard, and I appreciate all the stuff that you did. I don't appreciate you yelling at me, and maybe you should have played me a little bit more, but other than that, it all worked out really well. Guys, we're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, we'll continue our conversation. Andy Ayers, who is Allstate Insurance Rep, and I can't, again, his agency um, is in Cedarburg, 262-474-1200. Does a great job in that area, and he lo- would love to be involved. If you're a youth sports program, you know, in that area or even surrounding areas, and you want to talk to Andy about coming out and speaking to your guys or getting involved in a tournament or something you're involved in, I would highly recommend you talk to him because he believes in giving back to the community, getting involved in youth sports. He's a big believer in it. And I didn't, you know, we disagree on a couple of things, but that's all right. We're a couple of guys. We can do that. His, uh, again, he's on Washington Avenue in Cedarburg, also joined by Nick Miller, the uh, 2 0 Bulldogs head basketball coach at Cedarburg, and Rob Barnhill. He's the athletic director at Concordia University. This is the U Sports Show, brought to you by Allstate Insurance on Sports Radio 1057 FM, The Fan. Now, the Shepherd Boy to the mighty king. to the Youth Sports Show brought to you by Allstate Insurance. Boys, do you like my bumper music? Mm-hmm. I got killed on the last show. Killed. Randy Miller, I, I've got no Hanukkah music. I can't find it other than Adam Sandler. And they were like, you can't. You know, oh, I'm playing. This is what I play, man. So hopefully uh, I'm glad you guys you guys like it. Uh, we are talking about parent involvement in the uh, in the youth sports and how, look, there, there, are, there are ways – to be a really good advocate and parent to, to your son and daughter. One thing I I, uh, I did when I was coaching Matthew, guys, is I read a book called Coaching Our Sons by by Coach Tank in Dodgeville, and it's old now. It's an old book. You can still find it on Amazon, I believe, or Barnes & Noble. But I read it a number of times, and what I got from that book was once we got to the kitchen table, I was his father. And so after games sometimes, he would try to jump in his mom's car and beat me to the kitchen table. I'd be standing there waiting on him outside because I, I got a few things to say to you as your coach, and then we'll go have a pizza or whatever. Um, it, 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 it's a, the whole thing of, of coaching our kids, and maybe that's the next show we do, Andy, because that's a whole different animal. You know, that is a whole different animal. And then when you're taken out of that role and you have to be a parent and be in the stands, 
I found that a little difficult as well because I that transition of me being able to take him out of a game and have that conversation with him to say, look, sit down. Until you play defense, you're going to sit next to me. And now I, I'm sitting in the stands, and if he's not playing defense, I can't take him out. So that that's a whole another show. Um, Andy, when 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 you, you coach for how long, by the way? About ten years. Ten years, and soccer's been, but that's your love. Yep, absolutely. And in your daughters? Yep, I, I coached my sons first, but my daughters were way more successful. Yeah, <laughs> um, they they, they uh, enjoyed the game more. Uh, loved it. They um, we understood how to support them better. Um, my You're, youngest one, Kelly, ended up at, with Homestead at uh, state level two years in a row. That's awesome. Championship. Your wife is a, a sports fan as well? Yeah, uh, she's a fantastic supporter and and uh, fantastic mother. You have and, to be, right? Absolutely. Yeah, she she. Um, we're not talking to her today about being a parent. She wasn't like yelling at refs and getting no, thrown that, out that or anything. No, that would be me. That, that, that would be you. Yeah. Hey, um, if we have new parents to sports that are listening – and it's amazing how many people come up to me during the week and ask me questions about the U Sports Show. I look, I do a number of shows on on, on the airwaves here, and and this is one that gets a lot of questions about. Hey, did you th- have you thought about this, or have you brought this in? If Andy, if we're talking to new parents, and how would you, what would you tell them as far as trying to set expectations for them to be part of this? team if they were going to be part of your soccer team yeah so like I said I, I was one that wanted the parent involvement I liked them uh, being there and and supporting it and it's all about the child right it's that's why we do it and and I was u9 u10 a little bit younger than these guys so a, a little bit more even playing time kind of thing um, but I was able to work with the parents and if you've got good relationships with them they're going to understand game time situations and and a slight imbalance in play time they forgave that no problem yeah hey in in one other article that and we didn't get to a lot of this but this is i i like this it's called um it's from penn state and it and it's penn state extension who wrote this and it's risks of athletic participation and i highlighted this participation in youth sports and all sports also has a potential to be a negative experience for youth, depending on the program's atmosphere. This atmosphere is nothing, has nothing to do with winning or losing. Rather, it depends on how the coaches and parents handle themselves and the philosophy of the sports program um, and the sports organization. And I think that's right. You know what? You can go, you can not win a game, and it can still be a really good experience for these, these, these young athletes. Yeah, earlier you were mentioning you creating a list of all the positive attributes of participation in youth sport. Very rarely do we comprise the same list for all the negative things that could potentially happen Amen. to you. Amen, yes. And I think we need to highlight those as well. So parents, new parents, um, or even older parents that have had kids, we all make the same mistakes, and we can all learn from each other. Uh, if If we keep it in perspective, which is very, very difficult for us to do, their kids, all they want to do is play. Right, they they know, especially from like six to twelve. they, yes. they just want to play. They just want to play. They, they want to play. The same article, um, coach and, and and Nick. I'm going to tell you this: the researchers found that the top five reasons for kids to stop playing sports were they lost interest, not having fun, too much time required, coach was a poor teacher, and too much pressure. 
And if you look at those, if parent involvement, in my view, if parent involvement is done correctly, the kid's not going to lose interest. It says not having fun. As a parent, I can I can make sure the kid's having fun, whether I'm coaching the team or not, because if I'm if I'm having fun with him or her, as Andy talked about, look, the the the, the girls he coached, they lit up when the dads got involved in practice. So we get we do that. Too much time required. Not if I'm with them. Not if I'm taking them to practice, hanging out at practice. It's not too much time. Um, coach is a poor teacher. Look, I can I can deflect that as a parent. And too much pressure. That's coming from home. Yeah. At the end of the day, I mean, we're all in this you know, this, this field to have fun. You know, the kids are out there to have fun and play the sport. Coaches usually coach because they want to keep that competition level in their life and they want to enjoy the experience. So, um, you know, it's really important that we put things in perspective um, and make sure at the end of the day, these kids are having a positive experience. Um, I think in youth sports, we see it too often where the parents have a lot at stake for some reason. They, they have some type of reason behind it that my kid has to do this so he can get to this point or her, she has to get to this point uh, where the kids necessarily don't think that way. Yeah, I agree. Guys, this is uh, Andy. Thank you for this. And, and, and once again, thank you for sponsoring this show and being a partner with me on the Youth Sports Show. I really appreciate your willingness to do this. Yeah, thanks so much, Mike. Yeah, you bet. Rob, it's good to see you again. Good seeing you. Yeah, I'll see you in a couple weeks. Yep. Nick, uh, congratulations, 2-0. Keep it going. Keep it rolling. Um, I'd like to invite you to come back one day to, to, to come on from 10 to noon on my high school basketball coaching show. Yeah, that would be great. Thanks, Mike, for the opportunity. Yeah, you bet. Uh, thanks for listening. This is the Youth Sports Show. Again, brought to you by Allstate Insurance. Are you in good hands? On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof well you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds what could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds let odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs advertise with odyssey visit ads.odyssey.com